previously on Box Cutters. Hey, Courtney, could you read this for me? Okay. On oh, uh, out loud. Could you read it out loud? Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> Box Cutters has been invited to South by Southwest to perform a live podcast in Austin, Texas. This is a huge opportunity for us and Australian podcasting as a whole, but we need your help to get there. Go to boxcutters.possible.com. P-O-Z-I-B-L-E, boxcutters.possible.com. And pledge your money to help us get to South by Southwest. And Possible, Cotton, is, is this uh, great website where people can pledge money to help us get there because it's expensive. It's, it's a great opportunity, but it is very expensive mm. to uh, to get over there. And we're, we're only asking for $4,500 uh, to get three of us over to Austin, Texas. It's stupidly exciting. It would be so awesome if we could do it. It'd be great for everybody. And the listening that people would get out of us being there would be huge. There's lots of interview opportunities for us there. Lots of uh, lots of opportunities in general for us to do lots of stuff. Uh, all we're looking for is four and a half grand. The rest of it we're we're going to cover so our, ourselves. If you've got like three kids, just sell one of them. Sell one Don't of them. Don't sell all of them. Just one of them. And then only give us like ten percent of that money. You get to keep ninety percent of it. That's great. Still good. It's uh, a good deal. Is that four and a half grand? Ten percent of the money that you can get for selling the smallest baby. Depends on what market. Depends on what market. What okay. what, know, the what, like. what the kids like. What the kids like. How old is the kid? There's so many different ways. Yeah. We'll talk about this off, off air, Brett. Okay. But uh, one of the great things about Possible is that you can do rewards for people who uh, who pledge a certain amount of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, so people who pledge $150 uh, actually get to come in and sit in on the show. Really? Really. Wow. They get to sit in on the show, on mic. They get to say stuff. Can I come and sit next to them and not say anything? Sure. You can do that for free. I don't have to donate. You know, you, yes. Yeah, if, if that's what if that's what you want to do. No, so if we've already had a few people uh, a, a few people donate uh, that. So, so we're going to have we're going to have a few guests. And thank you so much. That's really exciting. Uh, and the other great thing about Possible is we only get the money, and you only pay the money if we reach that target of four oh, and a half okay. thousand dollars. That's good. So only if if we get there, does anybody actually have to fork out any money at all? Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Thanks, Courtney. Box cutters. Box cutters. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 290. You're like a DJ fluffer. My name is <laughs> Josh Canal. To my left, you heard it before, Courtney Hawking. Hey, it's me. To my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. I'm a DJ and a fluffer. You're a DJ I'm not, fluffer. I'm not necessarily That's a, a DJ thing. fluffer. No, you're a DJ fluffer. I, yeah. No, I fluff the crowd. No, I thought you fluffed the DJ. No, I fluff the crowd. DJ was ready to go. DJ's always got wood. Fluffing a whole crowd, that's, that's a lot of tiring. work. tiring. I know. That is hard you and tiring. You must have strong wrists. Tiring and you don't get the glory. You don't get the money Is that shot. what we call it now, the glory? This has gone down an awkward path it early, really is. Hey, it? you know what else goes down an awkward path? I don't know. American Tell Horror me. Story. We're gonna sure, it does. At, we're going to be looking at that later on in this, else, but in okay. this episode. Uh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a very brief story from, uh, t- to share from my time in New York. Which, oh. which I'm starting to call the city where television happens. Why? Just because it makes the story better. So we're going to go into uh, into that a little bit later. We've got some letters to box cutters. We've got one thing. We've got pork. Mm. 
we've got thanks to the people who have already donated to mm-hmm. boxcutters.possible.com. Uh, help us get to South by Southwest. Let's kick things off with the Boxcutters news. And kicking us off now with some programming news, Brett Cropley. Channel 10's uh, news overall uh, seems to be... uh, I'm not sure anybody's really sure what's going on. News revolution has hit the... I don't know. The news illusion. It's a little bit, a little bit like uh, you know, fire on, fire on hair, hair on fire, hair on fire, uh, running around saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh Channel my god, have, oh my god!" Have fire on hair. Channel Ten Charlie's have. Hair. Channel 10 have announced that the project, which used to be the 7pm project, I, I always knew it was going to be a bad move for them uh, once they took off the, the, uh, yeah, the time specific slot. time slot. Yeah. It's going to 6 o'clock. So hang on, it had gone to 6.30. Had it had gone to 6.30? That's when they dropped the 7pm project. It had gone from half an hour to an hour and moved to 6, 6.30. Right, so they ate George Negus. Yep. And then with the arse that was made out of all the George Negus eating they did, yeah. they pushed that out to 7 o'clock. To 7 o'clock. So they put their faces at the start. Right, so now they're moving to 6pm. Mm. Yes. Is it going to be a one-hour show And previously still? The, the 5 o'clock news had gone for 90 minutes, which they called the news evolution. Yeah, that was weird. Obviously, they've devolved uh, back to a one-hour Time slots no, uh, just, for the for the news, and then bringing in the project no, no, to run from six till seven p.m. It's two hours of news now. So, so, so the project goes from six p.m. to seven p.m. Six till seven. So okay, they can have is, the time slot back at seven for Biggest Loser, Master Chef, all those things that succeeded right. at that time before they put. 7 p.m. There. Yep. Definitely, uh, they're talking about the uh, Ten's late news coming back. Well, everyone misses that. I think. Yeah, I well, miss the late news. They'll have well, that extra I, half hour for it now. I guess that uh, that Brad, what's his face, who used to do, have that thing going on with Sandra Sultry, Solly, uh, <laughs> was uh, has. He's going to have some time up his sleeve. Uh, At about 10, the, 30, 11 o'clock every night. the viewing figures uh, for It's a Knockouts continue in the way that they have. Oh, they're not going, going well. They are diving, diving, I diving. Don't, I Even don't though know. I, I quite like a, a, is it Rampaging... No, it's, 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 uh, it's HG. HG Nelson. Wouldn't um, it, it's not that they're diving, it's they're being hit in the face with like foam mallets and then squidgied with water and, you know, chased by That's supposed to be part of the duck. game, but people are supposed to get on board and, and no, watch was, that all happening. it was happening. a metaphor. Uh, in, other, in other programming news, uh, with Channel 10 starting their non-summer programming two weeks mm. early... I, their the ratings Sorry, they're, yeah, they're, programming. Uh, <laughs> uh, Channel 9 and 7 have scrambled to... Uh, they just? To, ...to try to make the country dumber... Faster. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. In, in what regard? I read about excess baggage. Well, yeah, nine's going to start excess baggage two weeks early, and seven's going to start airing My Kitchen Rules and Please Marry My Boy uh-huh. as soon oh, as the tennis God, finishes. That sounds awful. Yeah, Kate Sobrano's uh, hosting excess baggage? You don't care. Uh, meanwhile, ABC in the US mm. has done its bit uh, to do the world a favour and make it a little bit smarter by axing the terrible sitcom Work It. Oh, good. After only two horrible episodes. What was, what was that? It was uh, two guys who are unemployed 
really struggle to get a, a new job, even though they're like super qualified for everything. Only women are getting jobs. You know how it is, bitches. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm that, always that's not, that's taking not the jobs. Yeah, because Courtney has all of the jobs. I've got all of them with my vagina. So they dress is it because up? they're they're going for these entry level jobs. No, rather than board level. Women jobs. run the world. You sexist. Anyway, they <laughs> dress up like women and start oh, working as uh, as as uh, drug uh, big pharma representatives go, uh-huh. going to to doctors and. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, because so that's that's been axed. If you saw something like that, you know, from the eighties or the seventies or something, like uh Bosom Buddies. Are you being served Australia? Uh, yep. And such, you'd go, Yeah, isn't it funny that that was okay then? And then you bring it up now? No. 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 Well, I mean Bosom Buddies was uh the the Tom Hanks sitcom uh from the early eighties was um, was uh two guys who couldn't get a dorm room at college. Uh, but they could get into the ladies' dorm, and so they dressed up as ladies to to get through it. Like the the whole men dressing up as women thing. How many series did that get? Quite a few. It was very very popular. Wow. Because I can't. I mean, having written some things in my life, I can't imagine much beyond the setup of that really being. Yeah, but you got to remember that sitcoms in the eighties were pretty much about the setup. Mm. Different Strokes was just about black kids who go to live with a rich white family. Yeah, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Is it, Courtney? <laughs> Brett. Uh, the Chaser Boys. And this seems to be their official title now? these days. They're no, men. I, I, I have been kind of. I object, not, to, I object to this whole Chaser Boys. Emotionally or intellectually, thing. Courtney. No, I just object to this. Funny, you guys. Are, oh, they're boys. There's some dudes. Anyway, whatever. Um, they have shot a, a new pilot for Channel 7 uh, with Craig Roycastle uh, hosting the panel comedy series uh, from the, the Unbelievable Truth, uh, which is taken from a, a BBC show, radio program, uh, to put it onto, um, onto the telly. So hang on, it's is this it's a, basically where you have somebody giving, lecturing, doing a lecture, which is full of lies, but there's one true element of it, and oh, they have to pick which no, the, the truth is. No, I don't like is. the sound of that. Well, Channel 7 bit... have had such great... Such great, great success. success with shows like that. And panel comedies. And public speaking of any kind is... Hello, you know, Toby. Hello, Toby Helgen. Yeah. Um, that seems a bit um, like university debaters would enjoy doing it. Mm. Don't know that people would enjoy watching it, would they? And and the ABC already had a failed attempt at public speaking with one of the Chaser team. Mm. Did he not talk to the other ones before they it got onto must this? Have, well, nobody heard about the show, so, so clearly yeah. not. News just came in. Uh, and I mean, just came in when we're recording this mm. on Sunday, which we're doing because we're all going to go and see Ira Glass live. Love you, Ira. Love you. Uh, on, on Monday night. Uh, that laid one best comedy at the AFIs. Yeah. So our friend Marie Cardi has uh, just picked up a gong. Awesome work. I'm going to be on laid this coming year. Are you, Courtney? I am. You are? Yeah, for about two seconds. Still? I have a line. I'm not telling you what it is, but I'm oh. going to be on TV. Do you get to have sex with a man and kill him? I can't say. I mean, on the show. Oh, uh, no, I can't say. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and l- My last- lawyer advises me not to say. <laughs> Lastly in the news, uh, this comes from the Yorkshire Post via Media Spy, and this is in, in copyright news. 23-year-old Richard O'Dwyer of Sheffield Hallam University in the UK is facing extradition to the US for creating the TV Shack 
website. Oh, Oh, extradition. Yeah, TV Shack listed TV shows and linked to other parts of the web where they could be seen for free. Didn't actually host any copyright material on its own, only gave links to other places. Yes, and uh, and judges in the UK are saying that could be enough to get him sent to jail in the US. So they've they've approved the extradition? No, no. No, they're they're saying it could be enough. Um, it's, they're, enough. they're looking. They're looking at the uh, at the legality of it. Uh, in in court, uh, Mr. O'Dwyer said, "If the whole thing is just linking to illegal material, then you should also go and talk to Google." Yep. <laughs> Touche, Mr. Dwyer. Um, now the site had uh, actually been taken down previously, and, and he, he hosted it, it under yeah. a different name. Um, and they're saying 150,000 pounds was made in revenue oh, in at, advertising. At really? least the Yorkshire yeah. Post. Yorkshire Post is saying that he was making 15 grand a month. Wow. Maybe we should start hosting an illegal website of some kind well, to get us to Texas. If I was I was thinking if he uh, if we he didn't cook have up some meth. If he didn't have uh Dibs being Jesse. <laughs> oh. And that is the box cutters news. Isn't this place amazing? I do have to tell you about what happened to the last owners. They didn't die in here, did they? Yes, actually. Murder suicide. We'll take it. Dying here. Addie says that to everybody. Sometimes people just go mad. I saw something! You have to get out of that house. What scares you? Everything. American Horror Story premieres Wednesday, October 5th at 10 on FX. American Horror Story is from the US FX network, uh, which previously brought us shows like, I know you don't like it, Courtney, but The Shield. I know you didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like any of the shows on their stupid network, yeah. like Louie or Damages or... Yeah, you hate you hate well, the... Justified. That's, that's all right. Justified's all right. Yeah. Damages I wasn't a big fan of. American Horror Story is co-created by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. Who also made Nip Tuck and Glee. Yeah, so they're very poor, very poor individuals. They <laughs> they wouldn't have any money to give to, to our South by Southwest fund. No. But huge, huge shows. I think mm. Nip Tuck was also uh, FX. I believe so, yes. Uh, so, you know, they've got a history there. And Glee, well, clearly they just did very well with that. Well, the first season did very well with Glee. Uh, Are people still watching it? People still love it. <gasps> mm. Yeah, it still it still does well. So yeah. they're, uh, they're not... They're not you know, taking out loans. Uh, is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it stars Dylan McDermott, Connie Britton, who I can watch in anything. Do you know what? When I get married, I want to be her. That's the kind of wife I want to be. Yeah. Not um, in, in everything to a latex man or anything. No. But, but in everything that she's in, I just go, you're so awesome. Really? She's so cool. Do you remember her in Spin City? No, I she didn't was really so good. That, in, she was really. so good. She's in just Spencer. so um, genuine. Yeah, yeah. She's, she was great in Twenty Four. Great, of course, in Friday Night Lights, mm. uh, and acts everybody else off the screen. She really does in, in American Horror Story, uh, and also you can't forget Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. She even ja- acts Jessica Lang off screen. Well, like Jessica Lang plays that kind of grand old dame character, which I assume is just what she's like. Um, it's Jessica Lang gets distracted by eating all of the scenery. <laughs> Yeah, it's very easy, really, to, very easy really to, to act her off screen. Yeah. Uh, it is about a, a family who move into a haunted house, and that's pretty much all you need to know. It is, it is an attempt at bringing horror back to uh, to television. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had a, a US horror series debut. I think the last one was uh, uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. 
Did and you guys watch Supernatural? I still watch Supernatural. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel it's like teenage girl kind of TV? No. Really? Uh, it started as... Very few vampires, though. It started as excellent horror mm. uh, and then just turned into fun. Okay. And so it's just... It's Fast. Just, well, there's always that like horror when, kind when of campy... Everybody's a demon or they're not a demon or... Yes. Yeah. Lost <laughs> me there. So Ameri- American Horror Story starts with this family moving across country from Boston to LA to uh, to acquire and, and live in this house. And the house has a history. The former tenants had... And uh, not just the former tenants, all of the former ten- tenants ever. So, but yeah, but it, as far as they know, the previous tenants oh, killed killed themselves in a uh, in in a murder suicide, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so they acquired it at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Uh, they move in, and then weird stuff starts to happen pretty much straight away. The family itself is full of drama. The husband mm. has had an affair, uh, and uh, and they just want a new start. And the daughter is really upset at you know being in a new town and la la la. Full la. of teen angst. Yeah, yeah. sees uh, dead people. He's uh, he, uh, the Dylan McDermott uh, plays Ben, who is a psychiatrist, <laughs> and which is a wonderful um, sort of uh, setup for introducing a whole lot of new characters every week. Yeah, but he's such a like. In terms of, I've never, I don't know what else I've seen him in. Was he in, like, Grey's Anatomy or The Practice or something practice. like that? He's, a, he's yeah. in The Practice. So when he's he was like, in Boston, he was a lawyer. Yeah. And then he moved from then Boston to LA. changes over yeah. the thing. But it's a good thing to have, you know, different people coming in to visit him each time. But he's so like a, you know, F-grade Gabriel Byrne. He's <laughs> so bad. He is, he is the worst, the worst psychiatrist you've ever seen on oh, television. <laughs> so... So uh, self-engaged, like every single thing that a, that a patient says is somehow about him, and, and he makes every session about him, and which his, I think is hilarious. His face barely moves. So they're like, yeah, I want to kill myself, and he's just like staring off or whatever, thinking about how good-looking he is, I assume. <laughs> no, no, but there, there are forces at work. I understand that, but I, I don't believe he's acting. I think that's they just went, you know what, he seems distracted all the time. Let's I think just... he really has to concentrate on keeping his stubble just at that length. <laughs> Vivian, played by uh, Connie Britton, uh, has uh, six months earlier had a, had a miscarriage mm. and uh, announces at the end of the first episode that she is pregnant. This is a show that has aired, and I believe the finale has already aired, it has. on 11. That's correct. Uh, and 11 is a channel. In case you weren't aware, uh, I'd forgotten about it. No, actually a channel. The most uh, successful of the digital uh, non-main channels. Is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Is Across it? all demos. Wow. Mm. Uh, Coming up on one year old. And so, so, so it has aired in its entirety here, so we are going to be reviewing the full season. It is a little bit too much, I think, American Horror Story. In what regard? In, in that they try to make... They try to make it every single horror film <laughs> or horror story ever told. So it is not only a haunted house, but it is also a Frankenstein story, yeah. uh, and you know all sorts of ghoulies and uh, and and crazy people and and uh, mad killers and slashes. And I can see. I can see if you were familiar with that genre, you would be just like. Ticking them like bingo off on your list. It is a bit horror bingo. But I am I've just never seen anything any horror at all ever. Like it's not a genre I'm familiar with. And I wouldn't choose to watch it otherwise. So it's all quite I can I can pick out the tropes in it, mm-hmm. but I still really it's 
just ridiculous how many different people like there's this one house and then there's like this rolling cast of thousands of all these actors from you know oh there's that guy from true blood and there's that the hot guy from heroes and you know everyone ever is going to turn up and do something and you go oh that seems like a thing but quite well done you know like i don't know and and i think one of the advantages the 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 house has a curse on it that uh we assume if uh if the dead person's remains don't leave the property then if they're on the property when, when they, they die, when they die that's correct. then their ghost is stuck mm. on the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's not a great show. Let me let me start with it's not a great show, but it's a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, it it is. You remember before summer we were talking about guilty pleasures. Yes, this is kind of my thoughtless television. When when I would watch American Horror Story. It was uh, it was just after Christmas. It'd been a really busy time. Uh, I'd just come back, and then and then there was all the family stuff going on, mm. uh, and I just wanted a couple of days to think about nothing. Yeah, American Horror Story was perfect for that. Yeah, because it it is it is distraction television, and it's very easy to to be pulled into the world for the duration of the episode, like because it has those elements of. Oh, something under the bed or you know whatever like uh, it engages you on that level on that fearful kind of level you're totally ensconced in it while you're watching it and then you get to the end and it's it's a bit like true blood it's quite it sort of feels quite soapy and disposable um but there's that horror element instead of a lot of the camp which i think true blood has yeah and and for me that's the that's the difference that's the hook for me Mm. is that it's got it's got the horror element it's not too gruesome no I wouldn't say some things. You'd be like, "That's a yeah, all right." Brett, did you uh, did you manage to get through all of it? I did. Did you like it? Yes. Um, <laughs> Done. I, it was interesting how uh, how the earlier episodes were a lot more about the kids, like the 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 way that that the various spirits in the house come out is interesting. So, kind of by the end of it, you're almost not seeing any of the 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 twins mm-hmm. um, or the. Uh, what to begin with, you had um, Jessica Lang's daughter, who was uh, a Downs kid, and, and Ad- Adelaide, is it? Yeah, Addie. Yeah, um, and, and was alive, but could see could see and interact with the the spirits on the property, and and I don't know, didn't wasn't that kind of annoyed didn't feel me. threatened by them. I and found that kind of annoying. And, that sort of oh, she's got Down syndrome, so she can talk to like she's got magical powers because she's disabled. Like that's just. Nah. That annoyed me when it first started, and that was the first scene. I was a bit mm, don't like this. Yeah, it's the first episode really tries to give you everything it's got. Yeah, but I wasn't that salt. I was like, oh yeah, it's okay. Um, second and third, I was much more into it, but that really put me off that bit at the start. Um, there was a, it, just from it, like it's, it feels like it's been so long. Uh, it opens up with her saying, "You're going to die." You're going to die in there. Yeah. Uh, she says that to the to, to these twins who go in and then do do end up dying in the house. Uh, and then she also says it to uh, Vivian uh, later on after, after they move into the house. Uh, and so then you think, oh, well, it's just this girl's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needs better writers. <laughs> and so, yeah, and she, she's, she's so likable. She's Constance's daughter and Constance is, is played to the extreme <laughs> by Jessica Lang, uh, who is just fantastic you you don't know if she's if she's evil or she's just trying to keep her family together she is nuts yeah she is mm. playing a complete nutty nutbag but that mcnut bar. wonderful kind of grand old dame 
who's, you know, like, I love those... It's like, it's those like a great old, gardens. Those older women who have seen so much in their times that literally nothing gets past them. <laughs> and they may be trying to destroy you, or they may not be, but who can tell? And just watch yourself. Well, there's always a hidden agenda whenever she's interacting with anybody, basically. Yes. Uh, what's in it for her. Yeah. And but and she, you know, she does great things. Like you know, she, she'll be making up a batch of muffins, but they will be poison muffins, just because she wants to poison someone. Just, like and a bit and of daughter spit. In there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, uh, the casting, I think, is fantastic. And there's so many um, fantastic female actresses in it, like Frances Conroy from <gasps> Six Feet Under, who I adore. Frances Conroy was excellent in this. She plays the maid. And she's just wonderful in everything, though. I, I just love her. And it has that kind of, that old house and the way it's shot has a kind of Six Feet Under sort of feel to it as well. I think she had a lot more to work with here than in Six Feet Under. Well, Ruth Fisher is such an uptight kind of lonely ter- character. Terrible character. Um, terrible, you know. You didn't like the show at all. This is a discussion we'll have yeah, at yeah. another time. Uh, but, We've had it before. <laughs> but, but Moira, the... Uh, the sexy... The, well, there's there's sexy Moira and uh, and 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 dead Moira. And dead Moira. Uh, it's there, there is so much fun stuff. Yeah. In this show, like 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 a um you know a good haunted house. Yeah. You know you keep going. There's always stuff happening, stuff that keeps coming up. It's very rare. I've gotten to I think the fifth or sixth episode, and it's really only then that it's kind of stopped to take a breather and go. Oh. Oh, well, you haven't you haven't, kind of you haven't whole... seen you haven't seen the whole thing. No. Courtney. Ah. You have that okay. kind of holiday during Halloween where, where ghosts and spirits are allowed to wander the streets. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so there's that 24 hour period. And then Halloween. the episode after that, we all had to talk about how people died and, you know, like reassess where we were standing. But uh, but there is, you know, th- there are some excellent twists coming up for, for you, Courtney. And, and that's. That was kind of the mark of this show for me. Like the whole time, I'm thinking, "Yeah, it's okay. Like it's okay and mindless and and stuff." And then and then this twist happens, and I was totally sucked in. Mm. Totally sucked in. the The biggest disappointment is the ending for me. Uh, uh, and you haven't seen it, so I'm not I'm not going to spoil it for you. Thank you. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it for people at home who think they might want to get onto the Eleven website and uh, and have a look at some old episodes. Uh, the uh, the ending is a little bit weak, and, and there is there's even like a whole episode that is. You could say it's just an epilogue. It gives you nothing to, towards the future. So, but isn't the point of this series when they set it up? Isn't that that Connie Britton and Dylan McDermott and that are all going to die and then they're going to start again? Which was the theory behind Glee, and then they didn't kill them. And oh. I would have watched Glee if they killed them off. I didn't realize that was the idea. With they're going to kill them in Glee. Uh, no, they were gonna, because it's a high school. They're, oh, they're supposed to move school. on and have okay. oh, shit. Sorry, yes. <laughs> have new people, and then in this one, they're supposed to have a whole new cast next time. Um, which yeah, I think is well, they've, they've said they've said that they've said that uh, the old cast might appear, but they will appear as different characters, and it's a whole new story, whole new house, whole which new is part kind of America. Of, I think exciting and great. Yeah. Now I found something about this uh, akin to my experience with Falling Skies, which I did stick through to the end of it, waiting for the payoff. First and they killed people in the house. There was there was a little <laughs> bit, and of... then the house started to kill people. <laughs> um, but there was just so much more payoff, and it was so much more rewarding getting through to the end of this one than there was in Falling Skies. No, Wiley, how um, could you do that? And, 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 you know, kind of the, there were measured reveals as you went through the, through the season. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a well-planned out thing. And it's, I, I, I'll say it again, it is just fun. Every episode starts with, 
something terrible that has happened in the house in the past. Yeah, it has that. It has that 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 cold open with that six feet under had where you know nineteen sixty eight somebody dies in a horrifying way and then we go back, which I think is I don't know. I found that really engaging, but it's funny. I was I watched a couple of episodes the other night and then I watched a couple this morning and then I went out and I came back to watch another one and even in like the insu- like. But like the hour and a half I was out, I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't as, as good as I think it is. Like, I enjoy it and yeah. it's stupid and mindless, but I'm not, you know, oh, my God, it's so great. When I come back, I'm like, yeah, it's a bit cheesy. And this is the uh, this is the thing. Like, it's not fooling anyone. No. And I don't think it intends to, though. Uh, in the way that, you know, I, I think, and I'm going to get... Hold over the coals for this, but in the way that I think uh, True Blood and uh, Game of Thrones mm. uh, do, I think you know that well, they, they pretend to be bigger than they are. They pretend to be something that they that they are not, and and I think all three series are just kind of trashy soap opera with with a twist. Yeah, I can I can see I can see why you think that. I think Game of Thrones certainly because it's sort of. Even though it's fantasy, it's quite sort of serious fantasy in some ways. It has ideas above its, you know, station in some ways. But with True Blood, I think it's kind of, it was, it's, particularly now it's really just embraced how trashy it is. I think it's, it's people project onto it that it, it, it thinks it's more than it is. But it's, it's just soap. That's all it is yeah. now. American Horror Story, much like uh, so much uh, horror from America, is actually, it's just about family. And it is it is just about trying to keep a family together. But that, yeah, that seems that seems to be you know a horror trope. I did find yeah. that really annoying. That I, I didn't understand why why Dylan McDermott felt like he had to keep the had to had to stay together with with his wife and and keep the family why? together in that way. Because that's what they always he do. Wasn't, on TV. He wasn't really committed to it. But he, I, don't, like I think he's, he's just a, he's a he was, bad actor. And, and so the believability of him of him <laughs> staying in that That's house uh, was was just uh, kind of shot through a little bit for me. I think if he, with if, that. He, if he and act- he was a little bit just too overwrought about. Oh, we've got to keep this the family bit where, together. The we've bit got where to keep he was together. having a bit of a wank and then he cried. That was bullshit. I don't believe he has enough depth to have tears. Like, puddles have more water come out of them than that. That seemed like crap. I didn't believe Maybe it. Maybe his eyes are just where his semen comes out of. <laughs> Wow, now that would be a party trick. Um, but I, I find that that's a very classic kind of, oh, you know, we've already had problems, but things are going to change. Like, you know, The Shining or any kind of horror stuff. We've got problems, but this new house is going to fix it, and then it's going to tear us apart. Like, that's just what the genre is. You're all going to die. Is that your new catchphrase, my brand? <laughs> <laughs> That's American Horror Story. It did air on eleven, and uh, and probably season two will uh, around this time next year. Uh, FX in the US and uh, and all over the world. It's really it's travelled a lot. This show. It's uh, been around. I'm sure you'll be able to pick it up on DVD shortly. It's called American Horror Story. Hi, I'm Billy Eichner, host of Funnier Dies Billy on the Street, a new game show on Fuse. Miss, true or false? For a dollar, Angelina Jolie is married to Brad Pitt. True or false? False. Correct. You win. Well, you didn't look very happy about that. Well, you were walking you know, down the street. Well, I, I just think the crassness of Hollywood, which dominates this society, and then we have. Oh, please. I can't take it. Well, you got a, do- you got a dollar, though. I got a dollar. Aren't you happy about that? 
It's just money. Is that going to make me happy? Well, it'll help I, you get on the I bus, did. lady. No, I just use my senior pass and that gets me on. But a dollar, you can go buy a little of a vegetable. If I need a vegetable, I'll buy a vegetable, but I don't need this dollar to do that. But yes, you're not going to do anything with the dollar. Well, do you want it back again? No, I don't. You won. Well, it was a rather simplistic question. End of last year, I went to New York. I went to New York for for a few weeks. Hmm, too and long. While I was there, uh, they had the New York Comedy Festival, oh, yeah. uh, which included that Louis C.K. concert that I was at. That then became like then he he filmed and released as a five dollar oh, thing. That was the thing you went to. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which was excellent. But there were also uh, these great uh, conversations at the at the Paley Center where you could go and uh, see the people who make uh, the Onion News Network. Mm-hmm give a talk about what it takes to make an episode of that show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the TV show that they're doing. The, yeah, the TV show of, of the Onion News, News Network. And uh, there was also, the, the next day, the cast and creator of Archer, uh, speaking about making Archer. Or, you, you know, so That's an animation things, if you're not up to speak. I was thinking, wow, a TV series about archery. Anyway. Have you not seen Archer? No. That's also on FX. Mm-hmm. Courtney. I told you, I hate all the shows on FX. I know. Still, I'm going to give you discs. All right. Still going to give you discs. All right. Uh, so, like, all this all this great TV stuff happens there. There is uh, kind of a celebration of television. That would there, be very exciting for you. It was very exciting. For, I'm walking It'd around It would be like turning up to a birthday party for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. Hmm. Unless it was Happy Birthday to Me, which is a film that I watched last night, uh, which is not very good. <laughs> It is, okay. it's, it is a horror film. You won't have seen it, Courtney. No. It's, it's, it's a horror film. Uh, but on my uh, second or third day on this trip, I went to, uh, I, I went to see the old Chelsea Hotel site, which oh, is yeah. a place that where, I, where I used to stay quite a lot. You and Leonard uh, Cohen. Yeah, we used to write songs together. Mm-hmm. A bit more uh, than that. It was great. Yeah. Well, let's leave that for the books. <laughs> <laughs> you say the site. That's not there anymore? Well, the building is there, and the building is heritage listed and, mm. and is, is very important, but it is no longer a hotel. Uh. So I can't stay there anymore. Uh, they will be turning it into apartments. Very sad. They've taken all the will. art off the wall. And I was just there looking at it and shedding a little bit of a, of a tear. Cause <laughs> to, to, to me, it was like my home. Like yeah. it, it, When I was in New York, that's where I stayed. It was, that was it. Uh, standing there... And I see this camera crew down the street, mm. and they're clearly doing Vox Pops or something. Oh, yeah. And so I try to look nonchalant. <laughs> I try to look like I... So they would approach? No, so they wouldn't approach. I'm like, you know, hold, yeah. hiding my face, and it's just like... Baseball cap. Yeah, don't want don't to do anything. Uh, and no, this guy comes up to me, and with a microphone and a dollar in just his Just the hand, one? One microphone and one dollar. <laughs> I've heard about this website. And he says, I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me a celebrity you hate. I said, uh, I don't, I don't really hate any celebrities. And he had uh, two cameras with him, mm. his hand mic and a boom mic. And he says, what, what, what do you mean? You must hate someone. You must hate some celebrity. And I go, no, hate's a really strong word. Mm. All that wasted energy. It's, yeah, I just, I just oh, can't. very zen of you. Because I, I could tell what he wanted. was doing, what yeah. he wanted. And so I was, I was giving him that, mm. which was, you know, the show 
whatever this show is going to be is not going to be about people just listing celebrities they don't like. It's not 20 to 1 then? No. No, it's not. 20 to 1 celebrities we don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Most of them are on this show. Uh, Bert Newton has to list his own son. Fair. Yeah. Sad for Bert. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, anyway, so, so we, we go through this uh, this charade. Uh, he says, uh, he, he says, come on, there, there, there must be someone. Just just pick a celebrity. I said, look, I haven't met any that I hate. Mm. I haven't met any that I would call celebrities. Have you ever and, met Sophie Formica? And that I hate. Uh, and he says, oh, what about, what about blah, 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 blah. I mentioned someone who's like on American Idol or something. And I go, I That's don't. A- I'd I'd change that name if that was mine. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Mm, No, I don't know the mine. And uh, he's exasperated and... uh, He didn't just move on? No, he kept on with it. He went, oh, he's like a a short Jewish girl. (laughs) I said, Uh, is is he like a short, hot Jewish girl? No, says this guy. I was like, well... How Why I, would I care then? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I care? You can't just name anybody. Why are you being so obnoxious? He says to oh, me. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm obnoxious. You're the one who comes here with waving money in my face with a microphone in your hand and another microphone on a boom, two cameras. And you're calling me obnoxious? Really? And he, uh, and he gets frustrated and runs away. He ran away? He ran away. What Did the, ca- did the camera run after him? Uh... Cameras run after him. Boom runs runs after him. Uh, producer runs after him on the way, saying to me, "That was great." <laughs> and then, and then another producer comes up and uh, and says, "That was really, really good. Thank you so much. Uh, can you sign this release?" <laughs> <laughs> Tells uh. me about the show. The show is called Billy on the Street. And uh, is on a new channel, or a fairly new channel. I don't know. It's called Pulse or something. I, I can't even remember what it's called mm. in the US. Uh, that's it's set in New York. And this came out of a Funny or Die sketch. Yep. Uh, this guy just does these vox pops, but he is like the most obnoxious guy in the world and mm. does these really obnoxious vox pops. And that's the show. They're making a whole television show out of that. Uh, they had to give me a dollar because they want... so. It, if they think they might want to use, mm. you, they have to give you something to buy that. You can't just. How does that work? That just that's just how it works. So they might give you twenty dollars. They might give you a dollar. They can't take a donation of your screen time. Yeah. Otherwise, you might claim a cut. Otherwise, for it you can claim. You it, yeah. So they. Could, oh, okay. So you have to sign a release, and part of that release is they have to buy your screen. Did you time. sign the release? I did sign the release. I did mm. take that dollar. Mm. I did. You know, either give it to a homeless person or buy a donut with it. I can't remember. It's yeah. much the same Did in New you, York. You could have bought a homeless person a donut. I could have bought a homeless donut. Best of both a home. A donut made of a homeless person. A homut. Oh, a homut. <laughs> We're onto something there. <laughs> uh, so that was that, that was my experience with Billy on the Street, and I think that has started already in in the US. It's not uh, a show. It's not a show I'd watch. Shall we review the one you're on here? So, so, oh, please, if you can find the episode that I'm on. <laughs> He'd be wrapped. If, if I'm on an episode, uh, please look for it. It's the closest you're going to get to a video podcast. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, it, it was fun. Like, it's, it's a fun thing. And that stuff 
happens all the time. It happened to my friend Kurt while we were waiting for him to uh, to go and eat some dumplings one day. <laughs> he was approached by a film crew who asked him to tell a story of, you know, sometime when he was in real struggle or something. And uh, <laughs> These people went, you know who's, who's going to have stories of struggle? Anyone queuing up for a dumpling? Yeah. Yeah, they'll have... Because those those struggle stories. Those middle class hipsters know what it means to struggle. Look at this guy with the hat. Yeah. He'll struggle. Yeah. (laughs) They gave him 20 bucks. Television is being made constantly, like everywhere you turn around. And in a way that is, I I don't know, I suppose maybe coming from Melbourne, that adds a a little bit more to it because I'm so so used to television being made here in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, Like back when... We had uh, Secret Life of Us and Stingers, and everywhere you went, there were three giant vans. But that's, with- I think that's a slightly different thing. I think, in, like, I, in the street where I live, every um, six months we get a thing saying they're going to film, what's the Ashiketti show, Offspring? Yep. They're filming that in my street every, every six months. Um, that's very common in Melbourne, and, you know, everyone knows Neighbours is filmed in Nunawading and blah, blah, blah. But I don't... I think that's a particularly American kind of... I mean, imagine living somewhere where every time you go out, you expect someone to come up and vox pop you. And this is kind of that. This is kind of the expectation. The expectation is that people just won't mind anymore. Yeah, but Americans, I think, have a different attitude to that than, than, say, Australians would. Yeah, Australians... uh, Yeah, I don't think Australians would be so willing to be vox pop. No. And also around New York, you're bumping into paparazzi camping out, waiting for some celebrity to come out of... Some which, restaurant here which, and there. Which ha- happened to me with uh, with Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. She was waiting so, outside so a just, restaurant she was, for you. She was waiting outside a restaurant to take a photo of me. You just see these she'd crew types. Billy on the street appearance. <laughs> you and, just uh, see these crew types around New York all the time. Yeah, this, you know what? You cannot walk a block in New York and not find someone who can lend you some gaffer tape. <laughs> that's that's the kind of city I'd like to live in. It's it's it's, it's why I love going there. It's where TV happens. It's where gaffer tape can be. It's where gaffer tape lives. Obtained. I have a letter. You read it? You're a godsend. Savior. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. The postman. Letters to box cutters time, and we got quite a few while we were on break. The first one comes from uh, one of the countless Davids who wrote in to say, Team, thanks for another great year and for answering all my occasional questions. One thing that may be of interest in the B.O.B. group, best of both. They repack shows into small X264 MKVs, but still maintain a very good quality. Their playback just They play back just fine in my old standalone media player, Popcorn Hour A100. I'm trying to reverse engineer their encoder settings as they clearly know what they are doing. Uh, then there's a website uh, URL. Only problem is they don't seem to use P2P nor Usenet, so people probably pay for a file Sonic account. See ya. Now this is clearly some kind of code for Australian troops to enter into another country, is isn't it, Courtney? Do, do you think that's it's some kind of weird military code? I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it's it's lots of. Lots of words. That's a lot of words. Not many that I know. Right. Together. Still. I don't know what that was about. 
<laughs> file Sonic. Of nothing. If file Sonic, uh, with, you forgot to mention dollar that, sign. that dollar sign and a zero uh, at the start at the start of Sonic. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things that I don't understand. I know what I know what an MKV is. Yeah, that's a type of file. This type of video what's file. Best, what's who's in video the best file? of both group? I don't know what the best of both group is. I don't know. It's. I thought. I thought somebody might be able to shed some light on it. I would right. have to ask Ben McKenzie what this means because there's a whole bit of like knowledge that I just don't understand, and this is. I don't know anything about this. Well, but so ben McKenzie will be coming in, in in a few can weeks. You but can you ask him? Can you ask him in the meantime? Yeah. And see if he uh, comes up with an answer. Sure. That, that, that'd be great. Apparently, Trent- they're very very good, and and uh, one of the many Davids is trying to figure out what the encoding settings are that they're using, so as to be able to emulate that and have as good quality on uh, on reduced size files that uh, he's making himself. No, right. still no. No, so I got, I, I got that. I got that. I got bored. But I don't know why. I don't know why you would go through and do that. Because you want Read to be able to have the smaller file size but have it still look Read the other letter. Good. Trent wrote us with the following. Hey, box cutters, love the discussion you had of Lost on episode 287. I was an occasional Lost viewer when it was on TV. I stuck with it most of season one and two but then dropped it and didn't men- and didn't come back to it until the finale. I have a lot of similar feelings about what was mentioned in your discussion. Season three is definitely the most difficult to stick with. However, I disagree about season four. It's not the best season of Lost, but it does have some good things about it, like the fact that the- that it is the shortest season <laughs> and the introduction of Miles and Faraday. <laughs> but there's no doubt that season one is the best. Chuck out the rest. I added that. That's a little bit of editorial. I did that Thanks, with the Walter. chuck out the rest. In comparison, it took me less than three days to get through season one, whereas it took me almost a month to get through season three. Mm. Season three is a hard slog. If you're going through Lost, it is a hard slog. That's perseverance, a whole month. I completely agree that it is one of the best television shows of all time. Thanks, Trent. I I also think it is one of the best television shows of all time. I really love Lost. Yeah. I love it. I I love it because there's a lot of thought went into it. It's, you know, it's on a completely different level to, to The Shield. I, I watched I watched I think the first season and a half of Lost uh, with a boyfriend that I was seeing at the time and then just had no desire to go back and watch it again after we broke up. Uh, Too many painful you know? associations. Yeah. No, no, but just, you know, when you're like, oh, well, I enjoyed doing that with them and now I have no, I don't need to redo that. I have no. I think it is television that can uh, go outside the boundaries of relationships. Okay. It's not like having a song with someone and not being able to listen to it for a long time. That's true. I agree with that. Courtney, will you uh, read, read the last one? Read, yeah. Blake. This, it, it relates to, uh, to a segment that you brought to us. It does. Blake wrote in to say that his guilty viewing pleasure is dinner date with Manu. It rockets to the top of my list. His accent, stilted delivery, bewildered air, like he's not too sure what show he is hosting, makes it a must-see. But then feel a bit sick afterwards. Great ep again, by the way. Oh, I love that letter. That makes yeah. me laugh a lot. I thought you'd like that. Yeah. I just love shows where you're just like, why am I watching this? This is terrible. <laughs> I just, I love it. I don't know why. Don't know why. Yeah. You can send your letters to Boxcutters to hooray at boxcutters.net. Hooray! Or uh, boxcutters.net slash contact if you just want to go to the website and uh, fill out a form. That gets to us as well. Ha, ha, ha.
Brett Cropley, if you're going to watch one thing this week, what would it be? I have very much been enjoying uh, series three at 9 p.m. on ABC on Wednesday nights of the thick of it. Oh, oh series really? Three. Series three? Yes. When did that so start? The new minister. Uh, we're up to episode six this week. Oh. Thanks for letting us know earlier, Brett. <laughs> Sheesh. Well, I, 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 Sheesh. I was only going through some of my stockpile over the week and, and watched a couple of episodes. And terrible timing for. Yeah, it's for, shocking timing. Like, if it's, if it's new release stuff that hasn't been on before. ABC, ABC One? It's terrible. Like it's, Is it's, it ABC One? Did yeah, you say? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's in the, um, uh, the Wednesday night uh, comedy thing. Then it's followed by, by at Fab, the, which I and the trip, the trip is, after. I saw Fab. the oh, end of that and I went. Really oh, liked, it's quite good. I really liked the trip. I might actually um, find that I, and watch yeah. it from the start. You should. I like it's, the Steve Coogan. It's it's really really good. If you're going to watch one thing, Courtney, uh, it would be uh, Nigella's Kitchen, eight pm Tuesday, ABC One. Really? Is it a new, new series of Nigel's? I don't know. Could All be right. repeats. I wouldn't... It's one of those things I wouldn't download it. I wouldn't buy it. But gee, I love just popping the TV on and there, Nigella's eating the cake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she's making a cake. She's eating the cake. And then she goes to bed. She gets up, eats the rest of the cake. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So I find her very comforting. Aspirational. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? But I just... Ha ha. She's... Uh, she's amazing. I love her. So when, when's that on again? That's 8 p.m. Tuesdays on ABC One. Nigella's Kitchen. Totally worth it. I was going to watch one thing this week. It would be on Wednesday night, the 18th of January, on SBS. Mm. SBS One mm. and SBS HD. It is the Jim Jarmusch film Coffee and Cigarettes. Oh, there's like oh. heaps of famous people in that, yeah? Yeah. He, it's, it's Filmed over a number of years. number of projects years, that he was on. Little vignettes. Uh, I first saw the short film, uh, the original Coffee and Cigarettes, which was... Iggy Pop and Tom Waits mm-hmm. sitting in a diner, smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee, and talking about how good the two of them go together. Nighthawks at the well, diner. How well the two of them go together. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. And uh, and uh, just really entertaining little 12 minute bit. It's turned it into a whole film mm-hmm. uh, from quite a few years trying to think. I don't know. I haven't seen the whole film. That's um, why if Steve I was going to watch it. Steve with Doc Ock. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, he's yep. in it. Isn't uh, Courtney Love uh, in it? The White Stripes. Don't uh, remember I think the White Stripes are, are in it. It's I saw this at the theatre. I was very quite disappointed. Oh, were you? Yeah. I, yeah, I heard it was not Flash, but I think it would be a good one but to watch like Wednesday night on SBS. Wednesday night on SBS, that's what I'm going to watch. And then if I'm not, if oh, I'm not can happy with it... the boring bits. If I'm not happy with it, then I'm going to um, just take out Night on Earth and, uh, and Broken Flowers and put them in a... <laughs> uh, in a, a double play, and then I'll just get to work late on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Sheesh. Sheesh. Crackling. Sorry about that. <laughs> if, if I was working for ABC, uh, you know, programming, I would make sure that you, for sure, Josh Canal, knew about it. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I would have thought. No, you I... wouldn't. You didn't have the budget. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything to send an email. That's what it you think. It costs time. Costs time, time. Brett. Costs time. Public, the public's dollars to pay for your time. Speaking of, uh, spe- speaking of the public's dollars, uh, I, I do want to remind people again, uh, boxcutters.posible.com. Not talking about government funding here. No. Well, no. well here's, here's the If the thing. government wants to give We'd us accept funding. it. Yeah. Here's the thing. We would have applied for grants and whatnot, but South by Southwest 
uh, the festival slash conference gave us very little time to wasn't it like last arrange. week that it was, they it was, invited us? It was last week. It was uh, like a few days before the last show. Yeah, mm. that they invited us, and so we've had to uh, kind of get everybody ha- all hands on deck. But it would be so exciting for this little podcast to be able to go, oh, my God, to Austin, Texas. To Austin, Texas. Uh, there are some great, great gifts. We're making uh, iron-on patches. <laughs> Box cutters iron-on patches. And uh, how does that work? So if people donate, how much? They $25. Yep. $25 and up, you get a... Box cutters iron on patch. That's pretty sweet. Thirty-five dollars and up, mm. you get a personalised postcard from Austin, Texas. Oh, do you? Sent to your house I'm and donate, all post so office I can get box. One of those. Uh, and yeah, you're not getting that for free. You get to sit in the studio for free, Courtney. You're not getting that for free. I because I can't go, so I know. Where uh, you can't because you're stupid brother. My stupid brother. I'm so angry with him. Me too. I wish. Yeah. But it's your parents' fault. For making him in the first yes. place. Yeah, I know. Sheesh, Joan, and not Joan. Neil. Sheesh. Neil and Joan. Oh, that's my Joan. Should have just had the second kid, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start kid. with the second kid. It's second, a better kid. You know, you know what I say? Second kids are the best. Brett? I, no. No? No. Especially not if they're... Mil- maybe, maybe if it's one of, if it's the second of two, but the second of three, No. What are you? Oh, are you the third? I'm the eldest. Oh, you're the oldest. Yes. Wow. Yeah, first I think kids. it proves our point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that doesn't understand the pain. That brings us to the exactly. end of uh, of box cutters episode 290. I just want to say thanks to everybody. I, like we are already 30 percent of the way there. That's huge. That's which great. Is, which is great. Everyone's done done great work. Thank um, you, everybody. We've got about 40 days to to make up the rest. So tell people, tell people about the podcast, get them excited about the whole event, and then steal their wallet. <laughs> Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Your name is Josh Canal, and I'm Courtney Hawking. And I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Love you, bye. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters is produced by Josh Canal with Brett Cropley and John Richards and help from Courtney Hocking and Dave Lawson. John Richards edited this episode. Peter Wilson from Soup Giant is the man behind making sure you can actually download stuff. He's good that way. We'd like to thank 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the world, for letting us use their studios to record this podcast. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you listen to radio the old-fashioned way. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can show your appreciation by leaving a positive review on iTunes or maybe just telling some friends what they're missing out on. You can also donate actual cash money to us by using the donate button at the top of our website. Donating helps keep the show alive and makes us smile. Our website is boxcutters.net and you can find all sorts of ways to contact us there. Courtney? Mm? Can you come in every week? No. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.